little Fernando Ortega this morning. Good morning. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And uh, locally here last night, we actually had a really good uh, meeting of a board that I'm a part of, and uh, it was pretty neat, actually. Uh, very amicable, very respectful. Um, nobody was yelling at each other. And uh, so it's possible. It's possible to be that way. And I hope that our political leaders can, can get to that point. Although, I don't know. I don't know if anything can fix Washington at this point. There's there's a, uh, a core rot in Washington that very few seem to want to fix. Um, just like when I, we see the Arizona election and, you know, if that would have, that type of stuff would have happened in the city of Atlanta and Georgia. Give me a break. I don't believe it. And, you know, Georgia's becoming like Illinois in that there's one metropolis, maybe two, that, that vote blue and the rest of the whole state is red. And yet, you get a result uh, the way in which you do. And I don't, I don't believe that for a minute. I don't trust those Dominion machines, for one, that are part of our voting process now. I think the, the name of that company is what it is, Dominion Systems. So who's taking Dominion? And it's not the voters. It's the people in charge. So there's, there's a lot going on in the world today. There was a lot going on in Paul's time. There was a lot going on uh, four, five, six thousand years ago um, when things were created and then there was a flood. And then we had uh, a man called Abraham and he had a son named Isaac and then a son named Jacob who became Israel and the nation of Israel. And uh, the folks that uh, call themselves Jewish today are part of that people group. They're not a different race. They are a different people group. They're a different culture. They're from a certain lineage. Because ultimately, we all go back to one pair. A man named Adam and a girl named Eve. And then subsequently, a man named Noah. And uh, his wife. And his family who came through the other side of the flood. So, we are reading through the Bible. Here at It's a Religion, we start with the Bible as the Word of God, as the truth, as the ultimate authority in life. And it speaks to every issue. It does not leave anything out. It may not give us a clear vision or purpose or intent in certain things, but it certainly gives us enough principles to go by to, to figure things out, what's right, what's wrong. What is depravity and what's not? And we're seeing uh, depravity in the open now being promoted as right and good and justified. And I think it's going to get quite a bit worse before it's all said and done, before Jesus comes back. But that's, uh, that is to be seen. And 
you know, with uh, communication the way it is nowadays, it's much easier to see these things as a reality, to see them come to fruition. And um, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. So with that, uh, you know, the other side of this message, if you will, from It's a Religion is that Belief in things like evolution is a religion as well. It's not scientific. There's nothing scientific about the theory of evolution. They try and purport it as such, but it's all a belief system, folks. It's all based on believing in something that has no proof whatsoever, none. And uh, I'm really at a point where that's, I point between the two and say, okay, eyewitnesses who wrote things down or a bowl of soup millions of years ago that made everything because that's what it comes back to you know if you read the theory um, there you go right so if you really think that that can happen you know cook a bowl of soup tonight let it sit on the counter and see what happens to it in about 30 40 years or even a million years I don't care how much time you leave the bowl of soup sit there ain't nothing gonna happen it's gonna dry up and be nothing it's going to come to destruction. It's not going to produce anything. So, But we have a God who does produce things. He makes things. He's a creator and a sustainer of life. He created the systems that help your body work. Just like man who created a car created the systems that make the car work. We have that creative power because God gave it to us. The ability to think and reason. Um, it did not come from nowhere. It did not come from a bowl of soup. So we are in Genesis. So be encouraged this morning, folks. If you have your faith and trust in Christ, you are in the right place. If you are not putting your faith and trust in Christ, you need to reconsider what you're putting your faith in. If you're putting your faith in the guy in the white coat or a guy with a PhD by his name or a guy that calls himself professor, uh, you better double check that because I I think you're you're leaning the wrong way. I'm just anyway. Genesis forty nine. We are reading through the Bible and that is where we are at. So then Israel called together his sons and said, Gather around me, and I will tell you what will happen to each of you in the days to come. Come and listen, you sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength, my child of my vigorous youth. You are first in rank and first in power, but you are as unruly as a flood, and you will be first no longer, for you went to bed with my wife. You defiled my marriage couch. Simeon and Levi are two of a kind. Their weapons are instruments of violence. May I never join in their meetings. May I never be a party to their plans. For their anger, in their anger, they murdered men, and they crippled oxen just for sport. A curse on their anger, for it is fierce. A curse on their wrath, for it is cruel. I will scatter them among the descendants of Israel, and I will disperse them throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. You will grasp your enemies by the neck. All your enemies will bow before you. Judah, my son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down. Like a lioness, who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants. And that is a reference to the Lion of Judah and 
how Christ is going to come through the line of Judah until the coming of one to whom it belongs. Hmm. The one whom all nations will honor. Our Lord Jesus Christ, man, there it is right there. Predicted thousands of years before he actually comes on the scene. He ties his foal to a grapevine, the colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, he his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulun will settle by the seashore and will be a harbor for ships. His borders will extend to Sidon. Issachar is a sturdy donkey resting between two saddle packs. When he sees how good the countryside is and how pleasant the land, he will bend his shoulder to the load and submit himself to hard labor. Dan will govern his people like any other tribe in Israel. Dan will be a snake beside the road, a poisonous viper along the path that bites the horse's hooves so its rider is thrown off. I trust in you for salvation, O Lord. Gab will be attacked by marauding bands, but he will attack them when they retreat. Asher will dine on rich foods and produce food fit for kings. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a foal of a wild donkey, the foal of a wild donkey at a spring, one of the wild donkeys on the ridge. Archers attack him savagely. They shot at him and harassed him. But his bow remained taut, and his arms were strengthened by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the shepherd, the rock of Israel. May the God of your father help you. May the Almighty bless you and the blessings of the heavens above and blessings of the watery depths below and the blessings of the breasts and the womb. May the fatherly blessings on you surpass the blessings of my ancestors, reaching to the heights of the eternal hills. May these blessings rest upon the head of Joseph, who is a prince among his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf, devouring his enemies in the morning and dividing his plunder in the evening. These are the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is what their father has said as he told his sons goodbye. He blessed each one with an appropriate message. Then Jacob instructed them, Soon I will die and join my ancestors. Bury me with my father and grandfather in the cave in the field of Ephron the Hittite. This is the cave in which the field of Machpelah near Mamre and Canaan that Abraham bought from Ephron the Hittite as a permanent burial site. There Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried. There Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried. And there I buried Leah. It is the plot of land and the cave that my grandfather Abraham bought from the Hittites. When Jacob had finished, when Israel had finished his charge to his sons, he drew his feet into his bed, breathed his last, and joined his ancestors in death. And you know, folks, uh, Jacob finally meets his maker here, right? And uh, to be honest, we are all going to get to that point someday. So are you prepared for that? Are you prepared to leave this earth? And if you think there is nothing after this, you are fatally mistaken. And I'm going to leave it at that. God's word says there is more to come after this. And the only way to be prepared for that is to put your faith and trust in the one who made you and the one who came and saved you on the cross. Jesus the Christ, who bled and died for all of us. 
that we might have life and hope and be right with God through him. Certainly not by our own abilities, our own measure. Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Thank you that we can rejoice in your goodness. And though we don't understand everything, Lord, we don't understand your purposes all the time. We can trust in Christ nonetheless and what he did for us. He was very clear in his purpose in coming to this earth and dying on the cross. So we thank you for that, Lord. We praise you for that. And we are thankful for this day. Let us rejoice and be glad in Jesus' name. We all have a fantastic day. We will uh, catch up with you again tomorrow. I love those J-I-N-G